Welcome to the Everyday Conversion Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Sievercrop, and I am just like you. I'm busy with work, family, kids, church, and a million other responsibilities. And honestly, some days I miss my personal scripture study and prayers. And some days we as a family miss our scripture study and prayer. But I'm trying. So if you're not perfect in living the restored gospel of Jesus Christ, but you're trying, well, get along great, and this is the place for you. Five days a week, I'll share a brief episode, often based on the Come Follow Me curriculum for that week, that I'm using to have daily conversations with my kids, whether we're on our way to school or on our way home or if it's real quick before dinner. And you're welcome to use them to do the same with your family or your personal study. Just know that the views and opinions I share are mine alone and do not represent the official doctrine and viewpoint of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now let's jump right in with today's episode. Welcome back to Everyday Conversion Podcast. This is episode 11 of season two. You can get everything we talk about today, all the links, the references, the scripture references, in the show notes at everydayconversion.com forward slash B-O-M-11. That's forward slash B-O-M-1-1. And, you know, (laughs) as I was getting ready to to record this, I had a thought. And my thought was, I should really stop being surprised. (laughs) But I'm still surprised every single time I sit here and I'm like, I did not expect to get that much out of first Nephi nine. I mean, it's six verses and really I've always looked at first Nephi nine is this like, um, bridge chapter that basically just says, Oh, and by the way, I created two sets of records. One was for uh, the Kings and the rulers and the, the reign of them. And the other is for spiritual things. And I don't know why, but I did it. I felt prompted and that's all I've ever got out of it. And I, I started studying it and I got a ton out of it. And I was surprised. And I'm telling you, I should I should quit being su- surprised. I should just expect that the Spirit's going to teach me and look forward to it. But I'm still surprised every <laughs> single time. So let's talk about First Nephi 9. This is an awesome chapter. And it's awesome because of the way it ties into other things. And um, I actually forgot to write down one part of this. Um, the let's see uh, i'll write that down but i won't forget this part but i'm reading through it and i get to verse three and it says nevertheless i've received a commandment of the lord that i should make these plates for the special purpose that there should be an account engraven on the ministry of my people and for whatever reason when i read that i immediately went back to um the reason that the Book of Mormon was written from the title page. You know, I have this really awesome bookmark that I created. If you haven't got yours yet, I would highly recommend it. It's at everydayconversion.com forward slash bookmark. And I'll also put a link in the show notes for it. But it just says why the Book of Mormon was written. And then it has the three purposes from the title page uh, to show the great things that God has done for those before us, uh, to remind us of the covenants of the Lord, and to remind us that Jesus is the Christ. And so I read that. And when I read Special Purpose, I said, huh. That makes me think of those three purposes from the title page. I wonder if that's what he's talking about. And so I look in the footnotes, and there's a footnote 3A um, next to purpose. And I look down there, and it says Doctrine and Covenants 319. So I flip over to Doctrine and Covenants 3. 
and I read 19, and it says, And for this very purpose are these plates preserved, which contain these records, that the promises of the Lord might be fulfilled, which he made to his people. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds a lot like being reminded of the covenants of the Lord. That's one of the purposes. And then I'm like, what, what in the world is this, is this section about? So I read the section heading, or the, the summary of the chapter, or the verses. And if you look in that, it says 16 through 20, the Book of Mormon comes forth to the save the seed of Lehi. So then I'm like, well, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read 16 through 20. And I do. And as I did, I found that all three purposes are evident, are in verses 16 through 20. And it's talking about the Book of Mormon. Um, the great things that God has done for those before us. In 16, it says at the end of 16, even so shall the knowledge of a Savior come unto my people. And then in 17 and 18, and to the Nephites and the Jacobites and the Josephites and the Zoramites through the testimony of their fathers, that this testimony shall come, and this testimony shall come to the knowledge of the Lamanites and the Lemuelites and the Ishmaelites. Okay, so knowledge, what had happened before them to their ancestors, that is one of the, the purposes. Then I get to 19, which I already read to you, and it says that the promises of the Lord might be fulfilled, which he spake, which he made unto his made to his people. That's the covenant of the Lord. And in verse 20, it has all three of them in one single verse. And the, that the Lamanites might come to the knowledge of their fathers, the great things that God has done for those before us, and that they might know the promises of the Lord, the covenants of the Lord, and that they may believe the gospel and rely upon the merits of Jesus Christ, that Jesus is the Christ, and be glorified through faith in the, his name, and that through the repentance they might be saved. Again, the covenants, repentance, ordinances, first principles and ordinances of the gospel. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So all three purposes of the Book of Mormon are found in Doctrine and Covenants 3.19. And that's what's that's what's linked to in 1 Nephi 9.3. So Nephi basically says, look, I, I'm being told that I should make these plates, and there's a special purpose. And that purpose is to save the seed of Lehi and to help us in these last days. But then it gets even better because in verse 5 and 6, it says, Wherefore, the Lord hath commanded me to make these plates for a wise purpose in him, which purpose I know not. But the Lord knoweth all things from the beginning. And I'm like, this reminds me of the fact that the Book of Mormon was designed and organized by Heavenly Father. Unlike the Bible, which I love. I love the Bible. I love my study last, last year, and it's very valuable. But it was compiled by men. And it was put together by men, men who were inspired, but it was still put together by men. The Book of Mormon was from its onset, from the beginning, from the first word that Nephi wrote, it was directed and inspired by prophets. And it was put together the way they he wanted it to be put together. And Mormon was inspired. And by the way, Mormon didn't know either, because if you look at the footnotes, uh, 5a, which is next to wise, it says First Nephi nineteen three and Words of Mormon one seven. So if we go to Words of Mormon one seven, we'll go back to First Nephi nineteen three in a second. Um, Words of Mormon. So the second books of Nephi, Jacob, Enos, Jeremiah, Words of Mormon. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I got to sing the song to remind myself where it's at. All right, Words of Mormon one seven. Mormon. So this is his his uh, insertion, and he basically says, "Okay, I found these plates. I put them in uh, at the beginning, and now I'm going to give you my summary, my abridgment." But in verse 7, he says, And I do this for a wise purpose, for thus it whispereth me, according to the workings of the Spirit of the Lord which is in me. And now I do not know all things, but the Lord knoweth all things which are to come. Wherefore, he worketh in me to do according to his will. So Mormon 
also says the same thing. He's like, look, I don't know why I'm putting this stuff in. Uh, if I remember right, this is this is uh, um, he basically says that he found these records. Okay, so he found some of the records and he felt like he should put them in, so he did. And so Mormon didn't know the reason why he did things, but it was inspired. He was prompted by the Spirit. He says, the Spirit, uh, the workings of the Spirit of the Lord, which are in me, and that the Spirit whispered to him. And then we have in 1 Nephi 19.3, which is also footnoted there. 1 Nephi 19.3, it says, I'll flip my pages. Um, after I had made these plates by way of commandment, I, Nephi, received a commandment that the ministry and the prophecies and the more plain and precious parts of them should be written upon these plates, and that the, the things which were written should be kept for the instruction of my people, who should possess the land, and also for other wise purposes, which purposes are known unto the Lord. So you have Nephi, you have Mormon, uh, the two principal writers of the Book of Mormon. Uh, Nephi wrote the first part, you know, the first Nephi and his descendants, I guess, but Nephi wrote a vast majority of the first part of the Book of Mormon. And then you have Mormon who compiled the rest of the Book of Mormon, except for the parts that his son compiled. And both of them basically say, look, we were we put these things in, we don't know why. And what I realized by hearing by reading that was understanding is not necessary for obedience. You know, we're not always told why. We're not always given the reason for doing things. And if, if Nephi's not always told, wasn't always told, if Mormon wasn't always told, I'm sure President Nelson isn't always told why. Why would we think that we're going to be told why? We get so caught up, you know, it's a, a you know, a two and a three-year-old thing. Why? 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 And as a parent, what do you sometimes say? Because I said so. And that's sometimes what Heavenly Father says. That's what he kind of told the prophets. Uh, implicitly, he said, because I said so, because he didn't give them a reason. He just said, you need to do this. Just trust me. And when I say we don't have to understand to be obedient, we do have to have some understanding, but we don't fully understand. But we do have to have understanding. Here's what we have to understand. We have to understand and recognize the Spirit. And we have to know that when we feel the Spirit and we're prompted by the Spirit, that we understand that that's what we're supposed to do. And that's reason enough. That's the because I said so. The because I said so from the Lord is the Spirit told you to. Just trust me. Have faith. Believe that if I'm prompting you to do something, there's a reason for it. And you probably are never going to know the reason. Maybe you will. Sometimes I think we do find out the reasons. We can look back and say, ah, that's why I did that. That's why I was prompted to do that. But a lot of times we don't know. You know you're prompted to, to reach out to somebody. You don't know why. And that was one of the most freeing things for me. I had a, an experience several years back now where I had this nagging feeling that I needed to give a Book of Mormon to a friend. And uh, I say a friend. She is a friend, but we're not really that close. Our families aren't that close. But when we see each other, we say hi. And our kids go to the same school. They're in the, uh, the some of the same classes. And uh, so we see each other around. And it's a small town. I live in a town of 8,000 people. So uh, you see each other around. You run into each other in Walmart or, or wherever. But, I mean, we weren't super close. But I just kept having this nagging feeling that I was supposed to give her a Book of Mormon. I didn't know why. Uh, she'd never shown any interest in the church. Um, I, I would say not a, not a terrible person, but certainly, you know, some habits that don't align with what we do as church members, which, I mean, there's a lot of people and, you know, if everybody 
was a member of the church and did everything they were supposed to. There wouldn't be any need for sharing the gospel. <laughs> so I'm not judging for them. I'm just saying, you know, it's, uh, there was no, there was no indication that it was something that she was looking for, but I felt like I should. And I fought this feeling for two or three weeks. And finally I sent her a message one day and I said, Hey, can I, can I drop something? Can I just swing by real quick? And, uh, so I swung by, uh, we stood on the porch cause nobody else was home, but I just said, Hey, I really feel like I'm supposed to give this to you. And I don't know why, but I feel like I'm supposed to. So I'm doing it. I feel like, you know, the spirit's telling me to do this. So I am. And it was so freeing to me to basically say, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm just doing it because I feel like I'm supposed to. And I think sometimes it's really freeing to us in all aspects of our lives to say that. It's really freeing to just say, look, I'm, I'm just doing what I'm told, <laughs> you know, in a lot of ways, um, you know, whether it's as a parent or a leader or a friend or whatever it is, if you feel prompted, don't try to make up reasons. It's okay to not know why. I mean, Nephi says, I don't know why I'm doing this. Mormon said, I don't know why I'm doing this. Um, so if prophets don't always know the reason, it's okay for us to say, I don't know. So don't, we don't need to speculate. I don't think we need, sometimes I feel the need to try to figure it out and define why and say, well, I think maybe it's for this. You don't have to do that. It's reason enough to say the spirit told me to do it. And so I did it. Um, and it takes a lot of the, a lot of the pressure off of you. And it, it, it shows that you have faith. And that's what I saw from Nephi here is, is just saying, look, I, it's a, it's a good purpose. It's a wise purpose, but I don't know what it is, but I've been told that it's a good purpose and a wise purpose. So I'm going to do it. And I think that's something important for us to realize. And the final thing that I really noticed and, and was impressed upon me as I read chapter nine, which again is only six verses, and I didn't think I was going to get much out of, and then I got a ton, was what I said earlier, which is I, it just reiterated to me the fact that the Lord's hand was in every single aspect of creating the Book of Mormon. Every word was written by inspiration, it wasn't compiled by scholars. It wasn't translated by scholars. It wasn't um, written by scholars or historians. It was written by prophets. It was translated by prophets. It was compiled by prophets. And how amazing that is. And I really think that's the reason that it's that realization, I think, that has changed my study of the Book of Mormon already. You know, 15 days into 2020, completely changed my study of the Book of Mormon because I'm recognizing that every single thing I'm reading is there for a reason. Even if it's a chapter of six verses that seems like it's just a throwaway chapter that explains how the Book of Mormon was put together, they're there for a reason and there's something I can learn from it. Every single verse, every single word written, compiled, and translated by prophets. That's powerful. It's amazing. Unbelievable. And it's there so that we can know the great things that the God, the Lord has done for us, so that we can know the covenants of the Lord, and so that we can know that Jesus Christ is the Savior, that he's the Redeemer, that he is the only way in which we can be saved. I'm so grateful for this book. I'm so grateful uh, for the spirit that teaches us as we study. And I really encourage you to dig into it and look into those, those scriptures and, and see how you feel when you realize 
when, when you're, when it's reiterated to you that every single verse and word and chapter was written, compiled, and translated by a prophet of God. It's amazing. So you get the links to all the scriptures we talked about today at everydayconversion.com forward slash B-O-M-11. That is B-O-M-1-1. And we will see you in the next episode. All right, that's it for today. Now, I know, I know you want to hang out with me longer, but we both have a ton of things to do today, including living the gospel and trying to be like Jesus. Cue primary children singing. I'm trying to be like Jesus. But hey, if you want to get the links to everything we talked about today, you can find it on the episodes page of everydayconversion.com. You can also do cool stuff like subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening platform, sign up for email notifications of new episodes, and connect with us on social media there. It's kind of like a virtual church library without the militant librarians or a piece of paper to sign out your three tiny pieces of chalk for your lesson. Also, just remember, I do my best to make sure my opinions are in line with official church doctrine, but they are just that. They're my opinions. For official doctrine and viewpoints, I recommend you go to churchofjesuschrist.org or comeuntochrist.org. 